0: Catechesis with Pope Benedict the St. John Eudes Papa Ratzinger's Catechesis on the 19th of August 2009. Dear brothers and sisters, today is the liturgical memorial of St. John Eudes tireless apostle of the devotion to the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary, who lived in France in the 17th century a century marked by opposing religious phenomena and also by serious political problems. It was the time of the Thirty Years' War, which not only devastated a large part of Central Europe, but also devastated souls. While contempt for the Christian faith was spread by certain currents of thought then dominant, the Holy Spirit aroused a spiritual renewal, full of fervour, with personalities of great stature, like de Berulle, Saint Vincent de Paul, Saint Louis-Marie Grignan de Montfort, and Saint Jean-Yude. This great French school of holiness also bore Saint Jean-Marie Vianney among its fruits. Through a mysterious design of providence, on the 31st of May 1925, my venerable predecessor Pius XI proclaimed together John yude and the Curie d'Art saints, offering to the Church and the whole world two extraordinary examples of priestly holiness. In the context of the year for priests, it is in my heart to pause to underline the apostolic zeal of St. John Ute, particularly directed to the formation of diocesan clergy. The saints are the true interpretation of sacred scripture. The saints are verified in the experience of life, the truth of the gospel. Thus they introduce us into knowing and understanding the Gospel. The Council of Trent in 1563 had issued norms for the erection of diocesan seminaries and for the formation of priests, as the Council was well aware that the whole crisis of the Reform was also conditioned by an insufficient formation of priests, who were not prepared for the priesthood in a just way, intellectually and spiritually, in the heart and soul. This was in 1563, but since the application and realization of the norms were delayed both in Germany and in France, St. John Eudes saw the consequences of this lack. Moved by a lucid awareness of the grave need for spiritual help, in which souls lay precisely because of the inadequacy of the majority of the clergy, the saint, who was a parish priest, established a congregation dedicated in a specific way. To the formation of priests. In the university town of Caen, he founded his first seminary, an experience highly appreciated, which very soon extended to other dioceses. The pathway of holiness, which he travelled and proposed to his followers, had as its foundation a solid trust in the love that God has revealed to humanity, in the priestly heart of Christ, and in the maternal heart of Mary. In that time of cruelty, of loss of interiority, he turned to the heart with the line of the prophetic word, Redite prevaricatoris ad cor, often commented on by St. Augustine. He wanted to recall people, men and women, and above all future priests, to the heart by showing the priestly heart of Christ and the maternal heart of Mary. Every priest must be witness and apostle of this love of the heart of Christ and of Mary. And here we come to our own time. Today, too, there is a need for priests to bear witness to the infinite mercy of God, with a life totally conquered by Christ, and to learn this from the years of their preparation in seminaries. Pope John Paul II, after the Synod of 1990, issued the apostolic exhortation d'Abo Vobis, in which he takes up and updates the norms of the Council of Trent and underlines above all the necessary continuity between the initial moment and the permanent one of formation. This, for him, for us, is a true starting point for an authentic reform of the life and apostolate of priests, and it is also the nodal point so that the new evangelization is not simply only an attractor's slogan, but is translated into reality. The foundations laid in seminary formation constitute that irreplaceable spiritual hummus in which to learn Christ, letting oneself progressively be configured to Him, the only High Priest and Good Shepherd. The time of seminary must therefore be seen as the actualization of the moment when the Lord Jesus, after having called the apostles and before sending them out to preach, asks them to stay with him. When St. Mark recounts the vocation of the twelve apostles, he tells us that Jesus had a double purpose. The first was that they stayed with him, the second that they were sent out to preach. But going always with him, they really announce Christ and bring the reality of the Gospel to the world. During this year for priests, I invite you to pray, dear brothers and sisters, for priests and for all those who are preparing to receive the extraordinary gift of the ministerial priesthood. To conclude, I address to all the exhortation of St. John Oud, who says thus to priests, Give yourselves to Jesus. So as to enter into the immensity of his great heart, which contains the heart of his Holy Mother and of all the saints, and so as to lose yourselves in this abyss of love, charity, mercy, humility, purity, patience, submission, and holiness. In this spirit, let us now sing our Father together in Latin.
1: Nostra Nostra, Fies in Cielis, Sanctificitor Nomen Tum, advenia triumtum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cielo e. Et nos dimittimus, nostris, et me nos inducas azione, set libera nos amaro. Sit NOMEN domini benedictum, ex quod nugadus in secolo, ad utorium nostrum in domini domini, with us in and in Benedicat Mus Omnipotens Deus, Pater et Filius et Spiritus Sanctus. Ah.